Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. Find it here every week on SEM Synergy. Join your host as we learn from the elite of search engine marketing pros and find the winning formula for exceptional search engine marketing. Get the latest news, trends, and analysis in SEO, PPC, branding, SEO design, and analytics. Now, welcome your host, a founding father of SEO and an accomplished search engine marketing scholar, the host of SEM Synergy, Bruce Clay. Good afternoon. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy. I'm your host, Bruce Clay. With me are our other hosts, Susan Esparza and Robert Esparza from here at BruceClay.com. You can catch SEM Synergy every Wednesday at 3 o'clock Eastern Time or noon California Time. Uh, at our end, it's noon uh, here on Webmaster Radio. In a moment, we'll be speaking with today's guest, Ryan Freeman. Right now, let's discuss some of the most recent headlines, things that are worth talking about and uh, actually exploring in a little bit more depth. I think the first thing we want to talk about is Alexa. Uh, it's been out there for a while. We've had some interesting uh, phenomenons with it ourselves when we're looking at the stats. But Alexa's changed the way they're doing things. Yeah, I mean, it's. I think it's a really great thing because they've been notoriously unreliable. You know, we always had the problem of the only people with the Alexa toolbar were the only people who cared about Alexa rank, and it was an artificial uh, reading. You know, it was a false positive in a lot of ways. So I think that their changes are really going to help the industry uh, kind of figure out what's really going on out there outside of our little glass bubble. One of the things that I ran into is uh, at the end of 2007, I tried to figure out how much traffic we had had over the year. You can you can get a longer view in Alexa, and according to Alexa, I had lost 50% of my traffic, which clearly wasn't right because according to Google Analytics and uh, Omniture and our own stats, I had actually gained 25%. So when I look at that and compare them, it really didn't make much sense. One of the things I discovered about Alexa, though, uh, is that because it's a toolbar and it's running an Internet Explorer, maybe that was part of it. So I looked at my browser distribution, and at the end of the year, I had gone from 15% Firefox to 48% Firefox users on my site. That's Which, because smart people use Firefox. Uh, clearly, that may be the case but it also means that people didn't install the Alexa toolbar. Because so, they're smart people. <laughs> well, I think that, uh, well, that may be that they're smart people, but I really think they just didn't care. Why would they put it on Firefox? So the 50% traffic jump was really directly related to the fact there were 50% fewer users. And I think that's the biggest thing. So Alexa clearly has to do some additional work to get a more representative set of numbers. Uh, I think they're pretty far behind right now. That's definitely something that we're going to have to watch and see, um, for one, what sources they choose to include to see if they can get a, uh, a better value um, from their product um, and see if it becomes worthwhile for us to even take a look at it again. Yeah, I mean, right now they're just saying they're using more sources. Well, what are these more sources? Are they other toolbars? Because, I mean then you run into the same problem. The only data you get from toolbars is from the people who install the toolbar. Well, if it's a representative sample, and the key word there is sample, if you knew something about the behavior of a great many sites 
and there were fewer installed toolbars. Maybe the actual traffic numbers would drop, but the site performance relative to each other may not have. Uh, it might be industry-specific for us because we're dealing with webmasters, and we're dealing with SEOs, and we're dealing with people that are in the hosting business, and they're the ones that originally adopted Alexa, and they're the ones that are leaving Alexa. It could be in other industries that it, the proportionate number is working just fine for them. So do we think that this is going to bring Alexa back? I don't. Yeah. I, I was never really a fan of the Alexa data in the first place. Um, and if they if they can't really get a good sample, and I'm not exactly sure how how they truly can at this point unless they get some serious uh, data feeds, I just don't see it being valuable enough to really pay attention to. The next topic is, I think, we're going to talk about a little bit about whether there's a recession and how it's going to impact search. Uh, so far, the numbers we've seen doesn't seem to be horribly dampening. I think Google's around, what, a 30% uh, jump? I mean, that's not too bad. Yeah, they record, they reported their uh, first quarter or earnings and immediately had a huge jump. I mean, that, you know, it's always interesting to be Google, I guess, on, on earnings day. Uh, I actually think there, there's a possibility for the recession to have an opposite effect on the online space. I think a lot more people are going to go online because they're going to be more cost sensitive, want to do the research to find um, products at, at the lowest value that they can, which is, uh, you know, they can, if they go to Target, they're only going to get Target prices. And if they go to Walmart, they're only going to get Walmart prices and so on and so forth. Um, so they're really going to be driven to online to uh, to make sure that they're getting the most out of their money. Well, bang for a buck has always been there. I also think uh, if we had to say who's going to be hurt by it the most, it's the brick and mortars. People aren't going to want to spend the money on gas, yep. uh, which is certainly expensive. They're not going to want to, uh, you know, have to go, as you said, and see one price at a time. Value pricing on the Internet is, is clearly there. We also have the contribution of Europe. Mm -hmm. You know, the U.S. dollar makes shopping from the U.S. a lot more attractive. And compared to prior generations, people don't have to get on an airplane anymore. They can just get on the web and buy from the U.S. Yeah, absolutely. I think the other place where we're really going to see a pickup in the Internet economy is just in the advertising. You know, it, television advertising, okay, you can measure that pretty well. But you really can't measure print advertising as well. Whereas, you know, online, it's all very trackable. The analytics are there. It's measurable. You see what you're getting for your money. I think we're going to see a lot of advertisers heading towards online marketing. We are just about out of time for this first segment, though. When we come back, Bruce, you're going to be talking with our guest, Ryan Freeman. So we will be back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Need help improving your PPC campaigns? Tired of spending all your time swamped with spreadsheets and manual updates? Turn to Adapt SEM software to optimize your campaigns and to reach your goals. Adapt SEM is one of the most affordable and reliable tools on the market for improving PPC campaigns. Adapt SEM not only optimizes your bids, but also gives you keyword suggestions, competitive research, and helps to test ads all in one place at flat rate pricing and no long-term commitments. Learn how Adapt SEM can help manage your PPC campaigns better. Check out our free webinar at adapt.com slash webmaster radio. Sign up now for a free personal tour. Adapt.com slash webmaster radio. 
SEOSeek.com is your one-stop site for everything SEO. From search engine marketing to pay-per-click management, SEOSeek.com delivers high-quality SEO services at affordable prices. SEOSeek.com can help you with SEO analysis, monthly reports, title and meta tag optimization, email support, and so much more. Want to keep your SEO in-house? Let our professional trainers teach SEO to your staff. Get a free quote and a free competitive analysis today at SEOSeek.com. Don't be fooled by your web analytics. If you think your web analytics are giving you all the information needed to manage your paid search accounts, you'd be shocked to see what they're not telling you. How are you tracking sales received over the phone that resulted from your PPC ads? Now, you can track call-in sales by campaign, search engine, and keyword with Engine Ready Call Analytics. Optimize top spending keywords with more accurate tracking and achieve higher PPC profitability. Get started now tracking your PPC call-in sales with Engine Ready Call Analytics. Visit EngineReady.com to see how easy and inexpensive accurate call-in tracking can be. EngineReady.com Affiliate marketing is changing rapidly. Stay ahead of the trends with Affiliate Marketing Insider. Jonathan Stefanski, who is the VP of Sales for Coos. Everyone is trying to find a way to take video and monetize it. I think what we're doing uniquely is really focusing on that aspect of it, which is video as a monetization tool as opposed to entertainment tool. But at the end of the day, we're all in business to make money and creating a platform for people that want to use video to sell um, products and services. Affiliate Marketing Insider, Thursdays at 3 p.m. Eastern, noon Pacific, or on demand anytime inside the Affiliate Marketing Channel, only on webmasterradio.fm. Webmasterradio.fm is now on Facebook, MySpace, and Twitter. Get out your spray paint and put your graffiti on our wall. Get all the details on the webmasterradio.fm homepage. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm here with Ryan Freeman, the president of Strider, SEO for small business and the winner of our most recent SEO charity contest. Hi, Ryan. Hi. Thanks for having me. Glad you're here. I thought I'd start by giving you an opportunity to tell us a little bit about yourself and uh, what you're doing and and how you're doing it. Okay, thank you. I grew up in a family business, a flower shop, and during high school I had the opportunity to go work for a friend's computer store, and that store spawned the first privately owned ISP in Canada. So I can remember working at trade shows selling uh, slip access and debating slip versus PPP. And, yeah, from there, launched a business that dealt with uh, computer hardware, doing custom computer work, and became the computer guy. So, of course, as the Internet got more popular, I became the web guy for family and friends. And eventually we transitioned out of uh, computer hardware and into web design. And then we need to get these websites to rank. So you're moving from uh, being a hardware geek to a SEO geek. Yeah, I used to hate guys that wrote code, and now I find myself writing code. Well, there you go. Uh, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'm, I'm ways to break hardware now. Yeah, great. <laughs> now you can't get enough of it. Yeah. Uh, you won the charity contest. It's for the Alicia Foundation. The Elisha Foundation. Elisha yeah. Foundation. Uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about them and what you're doing and how the services you're providing them is going to help? 
Hey, well, the Elijah Foundation is a fantastic project. Uh, they're based in Oregon. And essentially what they do is minister to families who have uh, children or family members with special needs. And what makes them a unique ministry is that they're dealing with the entire family. So rather than uh, providing services just geared towards the family member with special needs, they have services geared to each member of the family, to the parents, to uh, children who don't have disabilities, and of course special programs for the kids with disabilities. Uh, one of the biggest benefits they provide the parents is time off. Right? When you come to one of these retreats, they have specialized caregivers who are volunteering their time. They're uh, specialized medical practitioners on site, people doing music and activities for the kids. And the parents will get you know, three to three, four hours a day off, which when you're doing 24-7 care, it's, uh, it's a real blessing. Yeah, I think that... Uh Certainly, especially in families where they have to work and mm-hmm. and they do have a high demand, they never get the rest. There, no. it is a totally consuming environment, and and time mm-hmm. off, I think, is absolutely essential. Yeah, and I mean, these parents just pour their heart and soul into caring for uh, the disabled children. It really is a labor of love, um, but just to offer them that little bit of time uh, just even to reconnect with each other is, is fantastic sounds like a great charity are you doing other nonprofits, and if so what are you doing with them yeah we're uh, doing some work for some other uh, nonprofits as well um, churches we've done yeah, a couple of church sites uh, working with uh, yeah, a fairly well-known uh, christian author and blogger what do you have uh, find yourself having to focus with on smaller businesses? Are you doing local work? Are you doing a lot of other kinds of things? Yeah, local kind of mom and pop type businesses who are you know, very either intimidated by uh, moving online or have uh, handed the job off to you know, somebody's fourteen year old nephew who's good with video games. So it must be good with making websites. I don't think we ever have seen any of those. Um, (laughs) Particular challenges involved? Uh, Do these people understand it at all? Can they spell SEO? No, it's a real education process quite often. Um, We try and work with people who are at least motivated. Uh, They they see a need and they're eager to learn. And quite often with small business people where they're used to being, you know, everything from president and accountant to uh, you know, bucket and mop, um, they, yeah, they have a motivation, they have a desire to get somewhere, and they realize that they need a bit of expertise to help. So you do a lot of training in that regard? Yeah, because quite often they won't have a budget to have somebody producing content for them. So we need to train them how to produce content, set up a structure for them to uh, you know, publish that content. Now, one of the things you did as winner of the contest is you got to go to SES New York. How was that for you? Oh, that was fantastic. Uh, we had a wonderful time there. Good. Learn a lot? Learned some, networked a lot. I'll bet. Yeah. And our party? Absolutely would not miss it. Yeah, that was a great yeah, thing. That was yeah, excellent hanging in the Bruce Clay VIP suite. <laughs> Why did you enter our SEO charity contest in the first place? Well, we looked at it uh, from a couple different perspectives. We had... Uh, very much had the Elijah Foundation on our minds at that time, and yeah, the timing of the contest just coincided with some work that we were doing uh, with them. And on top of that, we had hired some people who were new to SEO, and I thought this would be an excellent opportunity for them to have to take a dry run of analyzing a project. We worked with them, got everything put together, and just happened to win. Well, we've had uh, the contest, we've run it for a, a few times now. Mm-hmm. 
you got to go to New York, yes. go to SES, and yeah. uh, attend some sessions, and mm-hmm. you know, mingle with the people. And now you're here taking our training course. Yes, uh, you've been uh, subjected to Bruce for a few days. <laughs> uh, hopefully, that's uh, not wearing you out too much. I haven't had to dip into the aspirin yet. Well, that's good. <laughs> uh, injecting a lot of coffee. A lot of coffee. A lot of coffee. Uh, what do you think you're going to end up with at the end of the at the end of the training? Uh, what do you get to take home, and and how does it help you with the contest? Hmm. Well, I think we're uh, looking at the project in a whole new way. We've been looking at bringing some social media aspects into the site. Uh, as they have a lot of uh, very passionate members uh, who are benefiting from the charity. Uh, this would give them an online opportunity to interact and foster those friendships that are formed at the retreats. Uh, now uh, we can take some of the user-generated content that we had uh, pitched in our proposal and work on siloing that better to really help them to rank for uh, different themes. How many sites do you normally end up servicing uh, for SEO kind of thing? I mean, you're just getting into it, right? Yeah, we're transitioning from uh, myself as a freelancer to now having an established business with uh, working with a number of people that I've worked with over the years. So, yeah, small client base now, but uh, definitely a lot of leads. That's what we see usually in the charity environment, that mm-hmm. a great many of the people who enter our contests are not large organizations. Right. They're people who at a grassroots level are associated with charities and, mm-hmm. and have a particular uh, relationship within their community, and, and this is normal for what we're seeing. Yeah, I can see that because it, it's definitely something that uh, we have a personal passion for. I, mean, I have a uh, you know, few cousins with special needs. Uh, Jim, who works with me, has uh, eight siblings who have been adopted uh, because they have special needs. Are there any uh, special takeaways you've had so far from this experience? I mean, you've switched into SEO, and then we threw you into a conference and threw you into training. Or what do you what do you got as a top few items that are are good takeaways? I think the biggest thing for me has been uh, in reading. Uh, I almost hesitate to say forums, but uh, reading some of those and a lot of the SEO blogs and yeah, you know, picking up a variety of information there. You know, coming to a structured environment where you're getting more authoritative answers as opposed to mass speculation, uh, I think will really help our process. Well, a lot of our classes, Q&A, you're hearing mm-hmm. questions from all sorts of different people in different industries. Yeah. that help a lot? certainly does. Yeah. I think that uh, that's one of the takeaways I think everybody gets. Uh, yeah. And the same thing from conferences. You, you mm-hmm. hear questions from the audience, helps put it into, oh, that's what that means, and then... I can understand more. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I found the audience at this uh, SES seemed to be more entry-level and people m- more outside of the, perhaps the SEO sphere and coming from uh, marketing or other businesses, more of a clientele audience as opposed to industry audience. Your partner, Jim Stowe, yeah. he's attended with you, yes. uh, both the training and SES New York, I believe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And uh, he's pretty much new as I understand it, to SEO. Mm -hmm. Uh, How's he been doing? What's he think of this? Well, I think if I could uh, quote Lisa, uh, I think at one point his brain exploded on the floor. But no, he uh, he has been... uh, Jim, I hired Jim partly because he's a passionate learner. Anything he gets excited about, he delves into 100%. And so he's been uh, reading and studying. We've been putting him through test projects in the business 
And I mean, the structure of the way our contest lined up is fantastic as well because he got great exposure to aspects of the industry at SES. Come here now with that uh, baseline of experience and start applying what he's learning here. What we're hoping is that the training that comes here, the mm-hmm. the breadth of information from SES New York, the yeah. uh, hopefully the enthusiasm uh, mm-hmm. carries over into all parts of internet marketing. Uh, we want it to be synergistic, yes. which is really the uh, intent of all this. I, I thank you. Mm-hmm. Um, thank you for sharing your experience on SEO and and then small businesses and nonprofits and in your particular charity. I really, really appreciate that. Uh, I want to make sure that uh, you continue through. We're looking for you to be able to do some longer-term things. I understand you're doing it for a year. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so that that's a pretty good thing. Mm-hmm. We look forward to a case study. Yeah. Uh, it's time for a break right now. When we return, we'll be previewing some sessions and be sure to uh, highlight some of the items. We're going to cover a lot of different things. So, one of those being eMetric Summit. So everybody, stay tuned. We'll be right back. Don't go away. SEM Synergy will be right back. Welcome to Madame Natalia's. You've come to have your future told, no? Yeah, you see, I'm looking for the right life insurance affiliate program, and I have... Say no more. Huh? I see you working with AccuQuote. AccuQuote? Yes, AccuQuote. They are the nation's premier life insurance brokerage. Go on. AccuQuote will create custom creatives for you to optimize your eCPM, and they will offer you the highest payout for this offer anywhere. So when's all this going to happen? As soon as you visit AccuQuote.com. For life insurance, visit AccuQuote.com. Dude, fishing in Costa Rica is going to be awesome. Amen, bro. Now that ValueClick Media netted FastClick, we've got one of the largest online advertising networks fishing us for big bucks. You know, while we're out catching snapper. Hey, Steve, you're coming too, right? No, I'm still using BannersRUs.com. I can't afford to be away. You've got to work with ValueClick Media. i got this great account manager who's easy to work with, and they have access to the best advertisers and earn me high rates. Don't worry. We'll bring back pictures. Yeah, terrific. Visit ValueClick Media now and click on Solutions for Publishers for more details value click media are your domains working hard enough for you now park your portfolio at revenuedirect.com to maximize your earnings on traffic with revenue direct's proven domain monetization service you'll experience better payouts more options and smart optimization sign up free now at revenuedirect.com it's that easy revenue direct make more money period Domain Masters. Our guest is Rick Jones, president and the COO of Scott McRae Advertising. How has your knowledge of domain names changed the way that you've done things? You know, whenever I go in to pitch a new account now, I go ahead and buy, you know, 10 or 20 domain names that I think are better than what my prospective client already has for their business. And I go in there and I show them that, and and it really helps out with the pitch. And most of the time we get the business because they're thinking, hey, you know, that's really better than what we've got. Domain Masters. Live broadcast Wednesdays at 7 p.m. Eastern, 4 p.m. Pacific. Or on demand anytime inside the Internet Marketing Channel. Only on WebmasterRadio.fm. Just getting your feet wet on the Internet? Then dive into our stream, webmasterradio.fm. We're the coolest place around, webmasterradio.fm. We're everywhere. Search engine marketing formulated for Web 2.0. 
You're listening to SEM Synergy on webmasterradio.fm. Once again, here's Bruce Clay. Welcome back to SEM Synergy. I'm Bruce Clay. I'm here with Robert Esparza and Susan Esparza. Right now, we're going to take a look at some of the sessions offered at eMetrics Marketing Optimization Summit here in San Francisco. It's uh, actually going to be happening next week. We'll be live blogging a number of sessions. Uh, Certainly, if you haven't ever seen our live blog sessions, they're well worth reading. They appear on the Bruce Clay blog. Uh, In the meantime, we'll use some of the session topics as jumping off points for today's show. I think that uh, we've got plenty to talk about. Um, Yeah, definitely. I think it's going to be a really interesting conference. I know that they're not really set up the same way that most of the conferences we go to are. But, um, you know, just a little background for people who don't know eMetrics, because it is kind of a new conference. Um, Jim Starter started it uh, in 2002. Um, Began out of a need, really, to address the problems that people were finding with how to get into um, web analytics and, and what to do with it in the first place. So... It's kind of interesting. I referred to something that started in 2002. It's pretty new. <laughs> well, in internet years, but SEO has been around forever. So, <laughs> in internet years, it's old. But you know, the conference has just been picking up steam. It's a great conference. We've attended it for the last three years, so it's uh, it's doing very well. And in, in the market space in general, um, everybody's really understanding that there is a need for analytics more today than they have in the past. So everybody uh, really, I think, has a lot of questions, and eMetrics is a great place to start and get a lot of answers. When we were at SES in uh, London, they had an Orion panel on e on, on analytics, and there were a fair number of people, uh, some representatives. I think Jim was on the panel with Google and you know others. And quite frankly, analytics is getting to be a rather big, hot topic in the marketplace. It's it's really growing quite a bit. Yeah, it's definitely one of the most underutilized tools that anybody online um, um, has been using to this point. Um, and it's really the only true way to cr- provide any type of be- benchmark for your company um, as it's dealing with traffic. Oh, absolutely, Robert. I mean, you know, we are, we're always saying SEO works, SEO works, but, you know, until you can prove it, nobody really knows does SEO work and what part of SEO works. And analytics is... You know how you do that. You, you have to track. You have to measure. You have to report, and really get get in there and know what's going on. Well, one of the things I think we should all just kind of remember is that as the kinds of search change, as as behavioral communities uh, start influencing ranking, if fifty people did the same search, they get different results. The only thing that is measurable for SEO is traffic. Correct. You have to be able to take and go from an SEO project to traffic to an action. You can't just look at rankings because everybody's rankings are going to be different. And I think that's going to shake up a lot of the industry. I've been talking about this at a few conferences. It certainly is the kind of thing that if you don't know analytics as an SEO, you're missing out. You're really not going to be able to speak correctly to management. Um, Susan, why don't you kind of tell the people what to look for um, at this um show coming up, and uh, what are some of the really good sessions that they should try to hit? Um, well, we've got a few sessions out there that I think are going to be absolutely, you know, just blockbuster. The, on Tuesday, um, the competitive analysis, why you can't live without it session, um, that's uh, Avinash, oh, I'm going to murder his last name, Kaushik, I believe. Um, that's That's his session, and 
he's going to be helping people um, learn the benefit of knowing what the competitors are doing, which, you know, obviously you want to know what your competitors are doing, but using analytics to track that, I think a lot of people don't have any idea of how to get there. So I think that's going to be a really great session. Um, right. On Monday uh, at 11, there's a success tactics with Google Analytics, and I think that a lot of small business owners as well as the medium-sized business owners that aren't using analytics today and are really looking to see what kind of information that they can gather, that would be a perfect place for them to start and get some, some baseline information and, and really understand um, from, a, from a core level um, the value that can be achieved by using some of these products. Well, you, you also have to remember there's also a session going on about how customers do or do not understand anything about analytics. Even if we as an industry can figure out what's going on, how do we explain this to our clients? <laughs> yeah, it does tend to be more on the do not understand side, I think. I, I think that uh, you, we thought it was hard to explain SEO. Try getting statistical with a client in the middle of one of these things, especially a marketing manager, and they're going to look at you like you're out of your mind. That session is also on Monday at 10 o'clock. Yes. There are actually two. There's, there's another session on... Uh, measuring customer experience quality, and that's at 1.30 on Monday. So I think both of those will be good. Well, the and you also have, uh, Monday's a busy day because I think, <laughs> I think that uh, you have to pay attention to the expectation and best practices session. Yeah. That's at the end of the day. Uh, somehow you would have thought it would have been uh, early, but it, you got to get everybody to stay for the bar. Uh, I, I don't know. I stay for bars. It's... It's a big part of everything to understand best practices and, and to make sure that the people that are there understand what's going on. Uh, the best practice in web analytics is something that uh, we ought to have. It, it's, and, and I certainly encourage everybody that can, if you can. It's in San Francisco. You should attend the conference. It's it's well worth attending, and and you need to know the data. Yep. Definitely, definitely. Yeah, and as great as the live blogging is, I mean, it doesn't it doesn't cover half of what being there really, really gives you. I mean, it's, you know, Lisa works her fingers to the bone doing these live blogs, but being there is so much more rich that, you know, it's, it's worth it. Take the time off work, go up to San Francisco, do it, you know? Well, I will say, though, if you can't make it to San Francisco for eMetrics, uh, the live blogs are going to be your next best bet. Oh, definitely. Definitely. I think we're out of time, actually. Looks like So uh, that's it for this week's show. Um, as always, we want to thank Webmaster Radio for producing SEM Synergy. I want to remind our listeners uh, to send internet marketing questions of any kind to semsynergy at bruceclay.com. We're open to questions on anything that relates to internet marketing. So come back next week when we'll recap the takeaways and discussion topics from eMetrics. Um, be sure to check out the blog for all the live blogging coverage. Um, next week, we're also speaking to Adam Audette, who is um, the moderator of the internet marketing discussion list, LED Digest, that we're all subscribers to. He's going to be talking about the relevance of email marketing, the importance of brand reputation, and the benefit of discussion for email marketers. So for more on this week's show, you can always visit semsynergy.com. This is Susan. This is Bruce. This is Robert. Thanks for joining us on SEM Synergy.